0: Testing, testing, one, two, three. Well, after a two-month-long hiatus, we are still alive.
1: Hopefully summer's going well for you. It is for us, that's why we haven't been doing this.
0: No, the parish life has been wonderful, so we are back at it again, and we welcome you to our Practical Rambling Father's Podcast. You know, a little bit
1: of wakeboarding, fishing, Moab, Utah, Boundary Waters.
0: A little fishing vacay, it's all good, it's all good. Good summer months. Oh, yeah. But this podcast is not talking about our summer vacations as much as we want to chat about it. We're actually going to talk about another saint. And one of, my sa- one of the saints I really um, began to appreciate more was, was when I was in college. I, I, I took last Spanish courses, and we, we began to read, which was kind of funny. Um, one of our teachers, he loves St. John the Cross, but yet uh, we've been praying for him, for his conversion to the Catholic faith, because he loves St. John of the Cross. And right away, we have to kind of put down the myths. St. John of the Cross is often known as that one saint who really talked about the dark night of the soul. So every time you hear St. John of the Cross, you think of he belongs to Carmelite Order. He was the one that really delved into what was the experiences of the dark night of the soul, even though he doesn't quite uh, say that at all. He was great friends of St. Ter- uh, uh, Teresa of Avila, too, as well. And so those are the main things that he's known for. And also his beautiful poetry and writing with titles such as Ascent to Mount Carmel, Spiritual Canticle, The Dark Night, of course, and also Living Flame of Love. So a little bit of his biography, ordained as a Carmelite priest in the year 1567 at age 25. And so that's when Saint John of the Cross met Saint Teresa of Avila. They they, they hit it off really well. Became good friends. And then, uh, just like her, he really wanted to live a life of prayer. So he was hoping to make his vows and then go live off in a cave, very similar to the Carthusian. He wanted to just lock himself up, study scripture, fall in love with the Lord, and begin to do what his was writing.
1: What's the name of that movie of the Carthusians?
0: Into the silence. Into the silence. Into the silence.
1: Yes. Crazy.
0: Yep. So a whole movie, just about silence. Um, but one of the beautiful things for St. John of the Cross was he got his name because when he was trying in the year of fift- late 1500s, a lot of the religious orders were beginning to stray from their original charisms. Charisms are what the religious orders are focusing on, right? A lot of religious orders, you can find them serving the poor. Others were health uh, care professionals Others were about teaching, instructing the children, a great love of the Eucharist. Um, a lot of them have good intentions, but after, you know, in order to keep their monasteries and the commons afloat, a lot of them were paid by the wealthy families called patrons to come and teach their kids. <clears throat> so, a lot of these priests and religious, what started to happen was they got used to living a more comfortable life. And they soon forgot about prayer, forgot about the ministry, even forgot about the relationship with Jesus. So St. Teresa of Avila was on fire for the Lord, and she realized we need to go back to our roots. So she was working hard to reform, especially with the convents, on how to go back to the primitive roots. And she encouraged St. John the Cross saying, don't go to the Carthusian. come with me to Carmelite, and help make a big difference there. And so Saint, what happens to St. John the Cross was, he began to be persecuted. People didn't like that this young guy, who was ordained a priest at age 25, Made his vows, joined the Carmelite. Was now telling them, "We've been doing all wrong, right? That we haven't been loving Jesus enough, and so it's time for us to change." A lot of his brother priests and brother monks were accustomed to living a new kind of comfortable life, with what uh, we're living close to the rich uh, patrons could bring, and so they actually imprisoned him. He was there's a lot of slander, a lot of gossip about him. He was thrown into even the monastery imprisonment in a dark, damp cell where he came to know about the cross. He fell in love. He read scripture and said, Jesus, teach me how to love you more. And Jesus gave him, you know, more and more study about the cross. And so St. John of the Cross begins to realize that in this spiritual journey, in his poems, it's really a love story. If we really love Jesus, we're going to run to find him. And you will see a lot of this romantic language shown a lot in his poetry. In Spanish and in English, where he he often has the illusion of we are the beloved, we are the woman that's searching out her 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 lover in the song of songs. Yeah, in the song of songs, and so she goes off in the street. She can't find him. You know, she goes. She can't think. Helps think about her 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 loved one day and night, day and night, and she gets anxious from not seeing him. And all of a sudden, one day she saw him, and how. And how her whole life begins to change. She wants to spend more and more time with him. That's really the allusion uh, illusion to prayer. When we begin to know more about Jesus, we begin to love him. And it's through this love that propels us to know God even more. But why then the cross? Because in our natural human instinct, if it's painful, we are going to avoid it. But Jesus Christ gave St. John the Cross an opportunity to love him in the suffering and this is not easy right there are many days where he was locked in his cell he felt that God was no longer with him so he wrote this dark night was really a, a spiritual awakening of what happens to a person when you fall in love with God you're trying to find him but all your spiritual senses are stripped away from you everything is taken from you where do you turn to who do you turn to so that's why St. John the Cross writes so deeply about this mystical experience of trying to find God um, through life suffering. And then the call to take up one's cross, right? In the Gospel of Mark, chapters 8, verse 34, whoever wishes come to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. And so through this dark, kind of like almost melancholic anguish, journey in the darkness of this dungeon, we see John's spirituality theology come out as going from the dark place into the light. And so he writes about the ascent to Mount Carmel.
1: <coughs> saying
0: our life with Jesus isn't simple. It's like climbing up a mountain. If you're continuing to climb, then you're moving in the right direction. But if you think but if you stop but think you're climbing, you're not climbing at all. So he talks about the the geography of the mountain with the plateaus and the rising cliffs the ravines he explains it all beautifully in his writing called Ascent to Mount Carmel and always ends through this process of purification abandonment and obedience to God which we find in the
1: living flame of love so you read this all in Spanish right?
0: correct yep yep so we read a couple it was hard because he wrote it in uh, old you know how we think about old English? oh yeah so now imagine Spanish and old Spanish <laughs>
1: Old, the Spanish old Spanish. older than Old English. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So it's kind of the prim and the proper. Um, but and it gives us great appreciation that we have these great powerful
1: saints who are able to do this for us. Because Father Tay double majored, because he's fancy like that, in philosophy yeah. and Spanish. Hold the obedience. Look I was at asked. You. I was o- asked. O- Mother o- Church asked and I replied. Okay. Uh-huh. That's it. And then we got St. Therese of Avila, who did ask him to come back to, um, to stay with the Carmelites in order to um, live the ascetical life, essentially. So asceticism really has been downplayed a lot in recent times, but asceticism is essentially... Somewhat giving up, uh, or it is—it's intentionally giving up sensual pleasures in order to bring about deepening of spiritual matters. Essentially, so, and then so you give up food, um, you give up nice clothes, nice clothes, spending money, comfortable going to the movies, food. comfortable living, sex, drugs, rock and roll, um, uh, tobacco whatever, you give up things, and um, as you give up those different things, you come to an understanding of your deeper desires, and as you come into your deeper desires, um, you're able to focus more on the Lord, and um, less on gratifying the flesh, because the two are at odds, as St. Paul says. So, but St. Therese herself, um, she has the, she wrote uh, In the Interior Castle, which is a beautiful way of um, talking about the interior life and the different castles that people put up or what would we call them now? Like walls, walls from the heart, facades. Yeah, facades, masks. Yeah. Anyway, she goes through all those different layers and coming into your true self, um, who God created you to be, so that's the interior castle, and then also the way of perfection, how to better, um, yeah, how to better live a perfect life of faith, hope and love in Jesus. And it's challenging.
0: Like you read, oh, yeah. you read herself, you're like wow. It's eye-opening too. Did I even enter the castle because she writes about the moats Sometimes Yeah, Even people want to enter but they can't because yeah. there's alligators or whatever. It's in a way this spiritual.
1: Yeah. She has a pretty awesome imagination and uh, the Lord uses it all. Um So feast days, we'll just throw out some feast days. So John of the Cross's feast day and death date is actually um, for the 14th of December. He died in 1591, and St. Therese of Avila, interesting enough, is the 15th of October in uh, 1582. So both feast and death date are the same day. So
0: that's at first because typically saints don't have that yeah
1: well yeah you have to be special in order to have that <laughs> what was really cool is I was visiting some sisters and they would sing happy birthday to happy death day Yeah. to the sisters that died on the day which is pretty awesome correct and then we in uh, at least in the US we all have um, ordos that tell us the readings for the day mm-hmm. readings and uh, for the mass and for office of readings and stuff and the order for region eight has all of the priests in the different dioceses that died on the day they died, um, on the calendar and the year they died, and what diocese they died for. So that's pretty cool. We keep death dates around. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Entering into the next. So both of them are doctors of the church, which essentially means they wrote a lot and are well respected for what they wrote, and they have some Correct. nuggets of wisdom. The so were of the time. Yeah, nuggets of wisdom for us even today. So it would be that you, for
0: example, classic literature, right? Those stories that never grow old as you read, the right. like cycle stories, but these are the writings that are well known for and continue to be taught throughout schools and seminaries and religious convents.
1: Yeah. All right, that's all we got. Awesome.
0: So thank you so much for tuning us in. If you want to know more about St. John the Cross or any of the Carmelite saints, please go ahead. And we want to encourage you is that You know, if you're reading through the lives of the saints, you'll find out some religious orders speak well to you. Pay attention to those movements. But also, don't don't fall in the trap of saying, I'm purely Franciscan, or I'm purely Dominican, right? No. How is God asking you to pray? If reading the poetry of St. John helps you draw closer to God, praise God. If you're reading a little bit of life of St. Teresa of Avila, awesome, right? So always be humble, like these two saints were, to be obedient to Mother Church, but also... Um, to be open to the works of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Stay holy, my friends.